Good morning, everybody. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the middle western states of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And uh, that whole liberty and justice thing, while it, uh, it really sounds good, um, has been a fading uh, uh, principle in our country. And I think you see it, uh, see it fairly closely in this uh, recent election, uh, especially in the presidential race. And uh, I would say uh, in the state of Michigan, um, in the case of John James, where I do believe he won the Senate race against Gary Peters there uh, handily, and uh, it was taken away from him. And um, it's interesting, we watched the... Uh, there was a, a thing last night, uh, Mayor Rudy Giuliani, who I don't know, a lot of people may or may not know him uh, outside of this country, but in the United States of America, he, uh, you know, I mean, a lot, most, most people know who he is. I would just say that. And, um, you know, he was on with, uh, there's a, another lawyer named Jenna Ellis and then they had a bunch of witnesses come and this was at the Michigan uh, Michigan Senate committee hearing and it was really interesting to hear the back and forth uh, I thought um, with regard to um, the whole thing because you know they had a plethora of witnesses that came forth and watched or you know had been part of seeing um, what was going on in this race and um, uh, let me adjust the music level here a little bit. I just want to throw on a little Christmas music. You know, it's that time of year. So, but anyway, they were talking about this whole operation that uh, one side had put into place. And it was, you know, listening to some of the things that had gone on. I don't know how you could sit there as a sitting representative of the people of the state of Michigan and go, hey, yeah, we, you know, there's nothing to see here, nothing to worry about. And, you know, when you look at the different approaches with the people that were asking questions, the representatives from the different political parties, uh, you know, you had really three contingencies. You had the squishy Republican. There was a couple of those guys that were, well, what do you want us to do about it? And then you had, uh, you know, this, this, I would call them the staunch Republicans that were like, you know, something, something, this doesn't pass the smell test. I'm with you. We gotta, we gotta look into this and do something. The constitution gives us the authority to do that when uh, we see things going awry within the state. And then you've got the other party. Well, yeah, but this judge said this and, you know, our election official said that and and so they were hanging their hat on, you know, what two or three people had said about, well, you know, this judge said you don't have enough evidence. And this, these uh, certain county officials came in and said, oh, nothing to see here. And, you know, I, I look at that and go, well, yeah, of course, there's nothing to see from them. They don't want to be embarrassed, for one, that they ran a, a really bad election. But anyway, it's, uh, it's interesting. We're going to get into a little bit more in a minute. Um, but let's, let's go to God first. Uh, this morning. There's much to be excited about because we don't serve a kingdom on this earth. If you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, um, then, uh, and again, everything that we're going to talk about on this show is going to be from that perspective. Uh, if you are a true believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, you are not, uh, 
having to worry about anything. Your liberty is in Christ. Your liberty is in uh, when he returns and establishes his kingdom. Your liberty is in uh, your home in heaven where you're going to be forever. You know, this life that we have here, as much as we might enjoy it and be thankful for it, is very temporary. You know, like, a, um, I can't remember what Peter called it, but like withering grass. I mean, it doesn't, it's not going to last long. You know, we put a lot of emphasis on and thought to uh, this life. And uh, my wife and I were talking about that last night a little bit. So anyway, one of the uh, things I said I would do on this show is, was do a little bit of a look at the Bible um, as part of it each day when I, I give this 15 minutes uh, of encouragement. And hopefully um, uh, those of you who are out there that might pick up on this show do I would encourage you to read the Bible every day. Uh, if you don't have a reading plan that you can follow, um, just you know let the Lord speak to you and and uh, see what He does uh, because it, it is a beautiful thing. So I was in Second John one this morning, and uh, it says this in verse two: "For the truth's sake, which dwells in us and shall be with us forever, grace be with you, and mercy and peace from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of." the father in truth and in love so then he goes on to talk about how he found his children walking in truth as uh, we have received the commandment of, of the father and um, he talks about a, a gal that was involved in all this but for the true sake for the true sake right he's saying i as an elder unto you an elect lady and your children whom i love and uh, not i only but also all they that have known the truth. And then he says, for the truth's sake. So all that we do as Christians should be for the truth's sake. When I think about the election uh, meeting last night, I'm hopeful that Mr. Giuliani was doing things for the truth's sake. I believe he is. I believe they're trying to expose things that have gone on for many years in some of these big cities that they take as kind of par for the course, you know, because they want their candidate to, to win. And uh, it's interesting to me, I wonder, really, how many of these big cities would still vote the way that they do if they didn't have these mechanisms in place. Now, I've always lived around the city of Chicago, and, you know, people just kind of laugh ever since 1960 when they a lot of people believe that, that Nixon lost that race because of some shenanigans in Chicago uh, that gave Kennedy the election that year. And again, whether or not that's the case, I don't know that we'll ever know because nobody really investigated it after the fact. And so, you know, I think it's good that, that Trump's pushing the envelope here because he does that, right? You know, whatever you think of him personally, uh, the guy does. He's not conventional. He doesn't follow the, the company line. You know, the company line for the Republicans would be, oh, uh, John Kasich, I think, from Ohio said the other day, oh, you know, we just need to get on with it. You know, just concede already and get on with it. And they're fine with the status quo. They're fine with allowing things like this to happen. And uh, and we can't do that. We can't just accept that. We got to shed, you know, God says walk in the light as he is in the light. And, uh, you know, most of this stuff that was done in these, you know, I think one of the best statements of the night last night uh, during that hearing uh, was when Mr. Giuliani said, you know, no matter what you think of this, let's let's be clear people did not kick out Republican observers because they were doing something good, because they were sitting there going very detailed through all these ballots, making sure that they were accurately signed and 
and were cast legally. Um, let's be clear about that. Do you really think that's what they were doing? They were just trying to get the Republicans out of there so they could more accurately count the vote? Come on, guys. You know, let's use some common sense here. And, you know, that's just it. There, there's such a, an information battle going on nowadays with social media and with uh, all these things that are out there um, in that capacity. You know, Twitter and, and Facebook. I don't have a, an account on either one. I imagine it's a religion will at some point. Um, but the thing is, you've got all this stuff and, uh, you know, all these opinions. You know, I... I talked about that with my wife too from the standpoint of uh, scripture and all the folks out there that that uh, seem to know more than what the people that have come before us knew about God's word and things like that and so um, a lot to take in nowadays you know it's the information is on the increase as God said it would be and uh, you know it's it's going to be interesting to see how all this plays out so hopefully truth prevails. And as John's uh, uh, second epistle says today, for the truth's sake, which dwelleth, dwells in us, right? The spirit of God dwells in us if you're a Christian, and that is truth. Um, Jesus said, whoever follows me uh, follows the truth, you know, recognizes truth. And, uh, you know, John says, and shall be with us forever, right? Uh, the Lord Jesus will be with us forever. So. So how does this play in in the uh, annals of its of religion? Well, you know, one of the things that you look at, uh, again, I'm just going to focus on the U.S., but, but it's pretty much a global thing at this point, especially in the Western countries. You've got a faction that is all about globalism. It's all about, you know, its religions, which are, I would, you know, if you look at the Christian religion, you have the Baptists, you have the fundamentalists, you have the Roman Catholics, I, I believe some of those folks are Christians, um, you know, and so on and so forth. And in the globalist party, the globalist uh, ideal, the ones who are uh, typically uh, humanists in thought, right, and that's that humanism is a religion in itself, but those folks have different factions. Some gravitate towards uh, climate change as being a, a religious uh, unction that they have. Um, the theory of evolution is another piece of that that, that a lot of these people will, will gravitate towards as a foundation for their faith, right? We evolved, ergo, um, I need to, to practice a humanist, uh, secular perspective on things that... Uh, um, will allow me to uh, fit into the world better or, uh, you know, because I don't want to face the fact that there is a God that created everything and I have to follow his ways because I want to be my own God. I want to be my, you know, own entity, if you will, and pursue my own way in life. And, uh, you know, we've seen that, seen that in our own children a little bit. Uh, you know, we've seen that in ourselves. I think we all do. Uh, from that standpoint. So anyway, let's let's do a piece on the news this morning. Um, just take a quick scan of what's going on out there. So Trump uh, unleashed something on why Biden can't be president in the Facebook video and issues a stern warning. And I did not see the video because I don't have Facebook. 
but it's uh, it's very interesting. He is not backing down one iota. And, uh, you know, we have a media in this country in general. I'm surprised that, that, you know, at least Fox News has put that out there. I doubt any of the other ones have um, because they don't do that. You know, you've got a media out there. I saw a story yesterday, uh, James O'Keefe, if any of you know who that is. He is the guy that, that has exposed the lies of uh, Planned Parenthood. He's uh, exposed, he, he just does a really good job of, of somehow getting people to say things that they normally wouldn't on tape. Um, uh, and uh, um, he, this time, he, he got CNN executives discussing burying the Hunter Biden story and advocating helping Biden with uh, Miami Cubans and it's just, you know, it, it's not that you don't, uh, you don't, um, uh, I don't even know how to say this. I mean, really, when you look at media anymore, I don't know that there is any uh, straight up news organizations, right? APs bought in to the Democrat side of the equation. Most of the big mainstream news outlets, ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, uh, MSNBC, um, and even Fox News to an extent anymore are bought into the Democrat way of thinking. And the, uh, I, would, I wouldn't even, I don't know if it's Democrat or if it's just the establishment. And uh, it's interesting that you have this concept called the establishment in this country, but, but I really think there is something to that because the, the establishment itself with all the Republicrats that are involved in it, Democrat or Republican, those all have been fighting against Trump. And I think that's why you see some Republicans even um, wanting Trump gone. They don't want to deal with him anymore. And uh, guys like, um, you know, and there might be different reasons. I don't know anybody's motivation. I, you know, I've, I'm done with uh, casting motivations on other people because I don't know what's in their brain. I don't know what motivates them on a day-to-day basis. I mean, I think you can see the fruit of what people do and have some idea, some semblance of, of who they are. But let's, there's a couple other stories here from the, the Daily Wire um, that at least one I want to I talk about. I trust this science. Obama plans to take COVID-19 vaccine open to televising it and I just look at that and uh, uh, it it almost makes me laugh because when you look at at where Obama went to church and the gentleman in Chicago that that he put himself under as a pastor uh, you know I, I don't know I don't know what that guy believed in but it wasn't the same Lord and Jesus Christ that I believe in that I can tell you. So, uh, we have a situation in this country that the religious factions that are at work, the underlying trust that we have, you have a group of folks that trust in the goodness of people, trust in science, trust in the establishment, trust in uh the mechanisms of this life uh, and trying to control those to, to create a desired outcome, you know, heaven on earth 
you know, the people that are, are pro-communism, pro-socialism, uh, play a nice fiddle where it says, oh, everybody's going to have the same, we'll all be equal. And they don't realize that God created everybody differently, with different talents, different abilities, different ways in which they can uh, do things and, and be productive in this life. Some, not so much, right? Some have, you know, issues right out of the womb. And that, that I believe, is because of the fall and the, the genetic issues that we have now because, you know, genetics doesn't add information. It doesn't move us forward. It only... Uh, um, creates more issues and uh, I think ever since the fall that's been the case so uh, it's it's an interesting time to live I'll just just put it that way and so um, you know I don't um, I I look at uh, again some of the election stuff that is going on and uh I almost, I almost think that there's like, I call it the, the Guido and Luigi factor. Like, you know, one of these judges gets this suit coming in and saying, oh, there's all this fraud. Look at this. Look at all these affidavits, right? Sworn affidavits that have come in. And the judge goes, oh, okay, we'll take a look at that. And he's back in his chambers. And next thing you know, these two big guys walk in and they go, hey, hey, judge, I got something for you there. Uh, you know... If you take a look at this uh, this here lawsuit, there's really nothing to see here, Judge. You know what I'm saying? Nothing to see. And, you know, we've got a pair of cement shoes out back that uh, have your name on it, you know. And you know that little nephew of yours and uh, and your daughter and your son? Uh, you know, they, they might have some issues themselves that we want to take a look at uh, if, you, if you don't decide this the right way. You know what I'm saying, Capiche? So, you know, get your act together and, uh, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll not see you again, I hope, Judge. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about, Capiche? And uh, anyway, I think it's pretty funny. So, but with that, uh, I'm going to call it a session here. And, um, you know, I just, I hope that as we go forward, you know, one of the things I want to do is just highlight the hypocrisies in some of these other faiths. You know, when you put your trust and, and uh, faith in science and scientists, what are you really putting your trust and faith in? How, let me back up the truck. How often has science been wrong about things? You know, how much can science really tell us? You know, yeah, you can observe things, but when you go back before anybody was here on this planet, you can't tell me definitively what occurred. You can't dig up a piece of something in the ground and say, oh, you know, I dated that to this year. And you always notice how when they do that, it's like, well, between 6 million years and 600 million years. It's really close, isn't it, when they date these things? And I, I think that's a big farce that, that science has put on us. But science is not always right. And people in white, just because they have a white coat on, does not make them, it may make them an expert in the field that they're in and that they know more than you do, but it doesn't make them an expert when it comes to what happened, you know, supposedly six million years ago. And uh, no one was here. You know, we're going to start from the premise that, look, I can't prove to you definitively that the earth was created, you know, a little over 6,000 years ago. But I believe there is a lot of uh, evidence uh, circum, you know, circumstantial evidence even, or even hard evidence that, that shows that the earth isn't that old. 
and there really isn't that much of a foundation at uh, evolution. You know, evolution's a house of cards, man. You pull one thing out, and which it just it has no foundation to it. It's a great thought for someone who doesn't want to believe that that someone created all this for a purpose. Um, you know, it's it's certainly got its mechanisms in place for that, but. There's nothing there. There's nothing, you know, you talk about nothing to see here. There's no evidence for it whatsoever. Not one shred. It's all, you know, projections of things, you know, pretty drawings that people put up there. Oh, look at this. Six million years ago, this happened. And that, and I, I just laugh anymore because I'm like, okay, how do you know that? Did you observe that? Was someone there? Do you have an eyewitness account? Um, oh, no, we took a measurement from this thing over here and it says this. <clears throat> okay, right? Well, if you believe that, then I have some land in the swamp down in Florida I would love to sell you because you could just build a beautiful house right there in the middle of it. And uh, anyway, it's it's really, <laughs> really kind of uh, ridiculous when you get down to it. The faith that some of these people put in, in these institutions and, and different things. But it's all religious in nature, people. I mean, when you look at it, uh, I don't believe the Obamas are Christians. Uh, they may try and come across that way. Uh, and uh, but I believe I believe Obama is most likely a Muslim when it comes down to it. Uh, so, uh, and I don't. I think that. Uh, A lot of the people that, again, I don't know what everybody believes, right, on this planet. I don't know what, if somebody, you know, is a true Christian. The only person I can really speak for is myself. But you can see fruit in a person. And someone that can sit here and say that it's okay to kill babies inside of a woman's body because you don't want her to have to take responsibility uh, for the actions that she took in creating that person. Um, you know, and then come out and try and, and uh, force, force feed us with all these regulations that try and uh, say, oh, we're just doing this for safety, to keep people safe. Uh, you know, over in Michigan, that was something that uh, there's a gal named Whitmer over there, you know, that lady from Michigan, that uh, basically what she did, oh, we're just, just trying to keep people safe. So we got to lock people down and kill people's businesses and this and that. But, oh, we got to keep Planned Parenthood open, right? Uh, you know, just total, absolute lack of logic and total hypocrisy. So, uh, but that's the Democrat way. And when you don't have a foundation built on God and his principles and um, the way in which he has designed us to walk in this life, then you really don't have anything else. You know, you basically have folks that that's either seek out power for themselves or position for themselves you know it makes me think about joe biden and you look at his family and his history you know the guy should have been out of politics by the early 70s when he lied about who he was back then and the fact he had two degrees and all this other stuff or graduated at the top of his class i mean he got busted more than once lying to people and yet he's still there i mean i don't i don't understand how people in our country realistic don't realistically don't look at a guy like that and go no you know, there's no way. Now, I think in this election that did happen. I think he was soundly rejected um, by the people who truly and legally voted in this country. 
but you have a party that, that doesn't have principles anymore that it follows. It's basically about power, position, uh, money, um, and uh, being part of this global thing where you've got people outside this country trying to influence what's going on politically in this country because why? Well, we're the richest country on earth with the most, uh, um, most to lose, but also the most for others to gain. So, you know, it's at the end of the day, it's still a spiritual battle. You got places like China, Russia, um, other places now that are godless societies. You know, England is becoming more and more godless all the time by the sounds of it. Uh, I haven't been there. You know, I don't know, but it's, it sounds like, you know, these big churches on every corner are being turned into bars or whatever else uh, they're turning them into. But <clears throat> I don't know if that's a sincere lack of people trying to share the gospel with folks. Or we're just looking at the end times, right? We're looking at the uh, time in which love will grow cold, as the Bible speaks of. And uh, because it sure seems like it in this in this society here in the United States. You know, that was the, another thing that, that really, when I look at that uh, exchange last night, <clears throat> excuse me, between Mr. Giuliani and, and some of these witnesses and the people, uh, there's just a, a total disregard for civility. I mean, there's a feigned civility, you know, when people first interact. Uh, oh, thank you for coming. And, and then just unload on them on something that is either totally not true or trying to catch them to, you know, get them to say something that they can put a soundbite out there and make them look bad. Uh, you know, it, it's just sad. Instead of saying, okay, we're all, all, you know, all Americans here. We're all trying to get to the truth. And instead of calling each other names and instead of, uh, um, you know, bad-mouthing each other, why don't we just, let's talk about the issues at hand. And at the end of the day, you know, uh, debate them, vote on them, and be done, right? And uh, it really amazes me that, at the lack of civility. But again, you know, when you can allow things like... Uh, you know, again, I go back to this whole George Floyd thing a few months ago. When you let something like that allow people to come and just torch a city, like a complete area within a city, and you say, oh, it's justified. No, that is never justified, right? I don't care what happened 150 years ago, right? Um, I'm sorry. I think most people in this country would say, you know, slavery was an awful thing. When, when you look back to that time in our history, it was awful, right? And But to say that somehow today people are suppressed or what have you are held back because of some societal racism thing that's going on, I laugh at that. You know, one of the funniest comments from that thing last night, there was a gal from India that was part of this country uh, and has become a citizen and is now part of the process uh, in Michigan. And um, she said, you know... I." Nobody has ever given me a hard time for being different, for being brown, right? And she said, I had to use that last night to basically um, be able to stick around because, uh, you know, she would, I can't remember exactly how she explained it, but at one point she said, you know, the only racism I've seen is against older white men. And I, I don't think I've any, heard anybody ever say that, but you can't say that. You can't say that, that colored people, for instance, are being racist. You can't. You know, I just did, but, you know, normally in a, in a real world, you can't. You can't say anything about 
um, the LGBT community now because they position themselves so well within the edicts of the world's system. Or again, the religious faith that's over here, which I would lump in uh, um, liberal Christians and and uh, globalists, and you know, there's a whole group that that subscribes to all that. And again, I would just say, you know, when I think about the LGBTQ folks, I would say, look, you know, if I truly believe that those are sinful practices, and that someday you're going to go to hell for that because that's I believe that right if you continue in that vein no matter how much you say that you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ he said no this is wrong you need to stop this and I would say that to any man who is being sinful including myself when I have a thought that isn't right I need to cast that to the Lord and uh, and give it to him but anyway that whole thing this whole idea that that somehow two men can love each other the same way a man or a woman can is is laughable for one but two you know the world is going to you know satan at the core of this and the uh the spiritual realm right the things that influence people um at the end of the day it's going to mock god it's going to try and mock things that god put in place so if god says hey it's a man and a woman we're going to say no way man this is all normal you know, you should be able to marry your dog. That's coming next, I'm sure. But anyway, I'm, I'm digressing here. Let's go back. Uh, I don't believe there is inherent racism in this country. I think it's, it's ridiculous to even say that. Are some individuals racist? Sure. You know, but I would say that goes both ways, too. There's a lot of folks out there that, that claim that because of their skin color, they can't have access to this or that or they're being somehow held back when I would suggest many times it's likely their own thought process and their own lack of uh, inertia, if you will, or, or putting forth the effort. Um, rarely have I seen anyone, uh, you know, in the, in the areas that I'm in uh, professionally outside of this, this deal, um, rarely have I seen anyone that, uh, has been discriminated against now again in the in the halls of wherever right I, you know there might be some of that that goes on but um, you know I, I don't know I just don't see how Barack Obama for instance could have got elected twice in this country although we're finding out you know how that may have occurred at least in the second go around but even the first time um, if, if this country was somehow racist, I just think it's it's a joke. So anyway, look toward the coming kingdom. Look toward the true king, the one true king, the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, that will give you hope um, and really uh, help us all uh, finish well, those of us who put our trust and faith in him, because it's not going to be about us anymore. So have a blessed day. Thank you for listening. We hope that uh, this finds you well. And, and uh, again, our love to the brother, brethren. <laughs>